Hello everyone and welcome to State of the Realm, your mostly weekly Final Fantasy XIV podcast. Took a week off last week for FanFest and as such we now come to you with many a show to discuss the many a thing that was many a discussed. Some of which we wish we didn't have to relive, but for your sake I guess we'll do it anyway. Anyway, let's get started. I'm one of your hosts, Michael, Mr. Happy Pulver. Of course, joining me is Sly, aka Sly the Fox, aka Sly, aka Gary Fox, aka that fucking Wookiee that some of you heard before the start of the show. How you doing, Sly? I'm good. <laughs> I'm good. He's he's dreading thinking about some of the things we're going to have to talk about today, so <laughs> I already know it. I already know it. Oh, man. And uh, now, originally, this was going to be a Four Horsemen show. However, one of the Four Horsemen is on a plane back to Australia, losing an entire day. So, uh, yeah, that just happened in the chat also. So, anyway, uh, <laughs> we we brought on one of the Four Horsemen, and he he's kind of bringing the fourth one in spirit. At this can't Hello. be here, but you're damn right we got very merry. How you doing, Hi. Mary? It's been a little bit. Yeah, it has been. I, I invited you on a few shows, but uh, you were busy, so... Yo, couldn't join I'm us. Back. He's back, baby. He's yeah. back, and he brought Ethis with him, as all of I you did. can see on the screen. That's a that's a fresh picture coming right out of uh, Fan Fest, right there. Where uh, <laughs> where, this is the first time I'm seeing the picture. Where Holy where Ethis brought his wiener. Yep. Yeah. So uh, you guys are gonna get to if on the audio only version. I highly recommend going over to YouTube and looking at what the image is. <laughs> so uh but for he he's got a he got a hot dog from wetzel's pretzels that's all you yep. need to know i got a greasy pretzel and it was really good yeah wetzel's pretzels is good for when you just don't care like in the moment yep. you're just like i just whatever my stomach is 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 quite sad with yep. i'm glad sly's really enjoy really enjoying the image right there i am i'm sure at this is going to be pleased when he gets off the plane and sees that that was his representation in the show I think we both have been warning people like this is going to be a show. This is going to be like a one of probably the weirdest shows we probably ever only seen. one part's going to be weird sly. The rest is going to go pretty much as we anticipated before. Is it? Yeah, there's there's only one part and Mary knows because we've prepared a segment for it. Mm. I was expecting, you know, at this is, you know, well, I guess at this is wiener is pretty weird too, but you know that's yeah. that's like we're used to that, all right. Like this show is used to at this is wiener. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're 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 absolutely used to that. So uh, expect us to kind of break up a lot of these topics um, into more detailed topics as the weeks progress. Um, there's a lot of stuff that I think we'd probably want to spend a whole show about individually. Blue Mage being an example, world visiting being an example, um, but we're gonna try to just go over what we heard. From our first of our three fan fests regarding the announcements for the expansion, and try to try to keep it within a reasonable time frame. Does that sound okay, gentlemen? 
Sounds that good. Sounds oh, good. yeah. I have raids at nine, so two hours. There you go. Two hours. So we'll keep a condensed that. Anything we don't get through this week, we'll get through in another. So let's get started with that. Uh, first of all, we have the opening keynote to talk about, which I feel like is pretty simple because they, they don't give us a whole lot of deep information out of opening mm -hmm. keynotes for North America. We have confirmed the title of the expansion, Shadowbringers. Um, mm -hmm. I've heard some people having copyright strike issues with uh, including reactions and whatnot to the uh, to the trailer. So that's usually just YouTube's audio thing, like clicking just because a song is present. So we're going to just mm -hmm. leave it out of the show just to make sure we don't get hit with anything of those regards on through YouTube's automatic system. But I highly recommend going to watch it because I don't know about you guys, but this was uh, this could be the full trailer and I'd be pretty content with it. And it's probably not the full trailer. I don't know. Yeah, about yeah. yeah. I don't know about that. There's got to be more. I mean, don't get me wrong. A realm, I guess a, a realm reborn. Obviously, Bahamut still wins, but I mean, post a realm reborn, end of an era right. style thing. Like right. this is better than first than Stormblood and uh, Heaven's Word for me at the very least. Oh, hundred percent. This is going to be a pretty dark expansion. Some would say in terms of uh, the content. Listen, just good just one. right out the gate, right out the good front. one. Jesus. So, yeah, so Shadowbringers was confirmed as the name. We had suspected this a while back mm -hmm. when uh, it had come. How do we feel about that? How do we feel? Some, some people just don't want it simply because it's SB again. SB again. Every, yeah. Everyone's <laughs> arguing over is it SHW? Is it, is it SB2? Uh, SB2? Is it what's another one? Uh, SBG? SBG is another one. Shadowbringer. Yeah. Like everyone, there was, I think, a legitimately a Reddit thread discussing what we should call Shadowbringers. SB2, Electric Boogaloo. Is that where, is that where your vote lies? Do you want it to yes. be SB2? What about you, Sly? What do you, what do you want to, where do you want to do it? I Aloha, just, what the fuck? Aloha's meowing his little fucking head off. I just want to keep it as simple as possible so I, I can deal with SB2. SB2? I like SB2, actually, to be honest. Dude, I'm waiting for XXSHDWXX. There you go. Ultimate Edge Ooh. name. Nice. If it was releasing for the Xbox, it would make more sense. But no word on that, and probably never will get word on that. So, Last time I said there was never going to be word on something, that would fucking happen two days later, so who the hell knows? Looking at you, <laughs> fourteen fifteen collab that we heard nothing about this weekend. So, yeah, um, this trailer mostly depicts, as, as we later found out in the opening keynote, that the Warrior of Light... Will be becoming the warrior of darkness. Pretty, uh, pretty substantial turning point in the story. I don't know if you gentlemen agree. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Any implications with this? Because we'd have to almost think that this would put us like aligned with Zodiac, but then there's also the thought that maybe it's just independent of the the entities and that we're just kind of doing it for the sake of doing it or bringing a little balance are we going to be perceived as evil by people because you know their their views on the world are pretty i guess in the most literal sense black and white oh my oh, we, it's the thanos expansion yeah we got to make sure everything is perfectly balanced as all things should be there you go. I was hoping we'd get through this show without mentioning Thanos or Thanos' dick. Well, well, you were already wrong. I didn't mention the dick. I didn't even bring that up. <laughs> I gotta let Aloha in my fucking office. I just kicked him out of the office. 
Yeah, it's purple, purple expansion. It's Thanos. And then he ran away like an asshole. Yeah, there you go. Shadows are purple. Purple Thanos. There you go. Makes perfect sense. Um, But yeah, the trailer, three minutes, 19 seconds, would highly advise doing it. And the theme, which I think they they said Sokin is the one in charge. Because Uematsu is on medical. Like he's on medical leave. He's not doing any work right now. So Sokin, this is the first main theme that Sokin's been in charge of. And off to a good start. Yeah, Yeah. I like it. It's good. We haven't even heard the full song yet. And see, that's the rest of it. That's why it's not the full trailer. Because I got to have the whole song. Dude, I'm ready for it. I'm ready for that whole song because it's it's pretty dope. And it's completely different, like feeling wise, like all the previous ones were, I guess, I guess not really, not really uh, Stormblood. But uh, Heaven's Word and A Realm Reborn are very similar between Dragon Song and Answers. Different were, songs, but you know. They were powerful where this one's just like fucking metal. It's hype. Yeah, this, this shit brought the energy. I don't think there was a single quiet person in that room when they fucking heard this and yeah. saw, the actu- saw the actual trailer happening. Although the yeah. trailer, one thing that a lot of people have pointed out, and I'm, I'm wondering if this is just a work, is... Remember back in the Heaven's Word trailer where they had a million Heist Velgers flying around? Um, um, I'm wondering how much relevance there is in what enemies they included in this because they're all from Amdapur. Gremlins, the Karibu yep. uh, or whatever it is, and uh, yep. the second boss, whatever its name yeah, was. the lion statue. The lion yeah. statue. So I'm wondering how much that is actually relevant in terms of the actual yeah. trailer or if they were just handed a bunch of enemy models and said, yeah, this, this shit's cool. Make, make something probably, out of this. I'd imagine it's relevant. Just because of the idea of like shadow and and those type of enemies, besides the gremlin, you know, representing light. But but at the same time, like getting bodied by Amdapur mobs, like we're stronger than that. But that I don't know if that's an Amdapur mob because the the Karibu is a statue. The thing in the trailer is not a statue; it has flesh. Well, from what I remember, uh, the statues that get possessed in Amdapur are based off of. Uh, yeah. real angelic beings from another realm or something, which yeah. is probably what that is. Yeah, to par- yeah to paraphrase, pretty something something yeah. along those lines. So these could be the organic forms that those statues were based off of, which is yes. the most likely thing, as opposed to these legitimately being Amdipori in any yeah. sense of the word. Just because white magic's not directly correlated with light, it's, yeah, it's co- correlated with astral, with the astral yeah. elements. So um, could just be that they went with these enemies because they're like light type yeah. enemies of some kind. But anyway, it was dope as fuck. I know everyone's looking at the trailer where he job changes five times, been like, so we're going to be able to job change in the middle of combat next expansion. Right? Yeah. Right. So I have something to say about that. Oh, of course you do, Mary. I should have known with you, you as a final fantasy, ex final fantasy 11 player. I should have known. No, 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 no. Listen, listen, he started out in his 1.0 gear, right? Oh yeah. 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 He goes he 1.0 never... then through all the trailer. Yeah. Yeah, he never he never leveled his his archer. <laughs> That's why he still had that gear set. He's like, oh man, I gotta level my archer. I haven't touched it yet since 1.0. Well, maybe he shouldn't have brought it into a level 80 zone. Yeah, well, that's why he swapped. He's like, oh crap, dude. His Dark Knight was the only thing he had at 80. Everything else was at 50, 60, and 70. So he yeah. got shit on. Yeah, his Dark Knight was the only yeah. thing at 80. He had limited leveling. <laughs> God, everything's going to be that, Is that going to be the theme of the show? Limited everything? Yeah. No, it's oh, it's man. it's a recap, but it's going to be limited limited everything. Okay. 
So uh, after after we get past that and we confirm Shadowbringers is the expansion, we get to see the title screen for the first time. And a lot of people have been pointing out this is the first title logo that we are alone. Yep. Which is pretty substantial because <laughs> hmm. we're going to talk about how I feel like that's gonna, that means a little more than maybe we initially intended. <laughs> Because the the theme of alone popped up a lot throughout the opening keynote of the live letter. <laughs> so uh, I'm I'm hoping it's more of a like a like a I got to do this myself kind of thing. But uh, I'm gonna meme on it a little bit at the oh. same time. Oh, we missed um, something important in the trailer. What's the gunblade? The gunblade. And that Fancred's looking like a boss. Dude, he's looking straight out. He's looking like straight Dante out of Devil May Cry right there. He's looking fully healed, too. No, no well, patch. He, no he was. Didn't at, didn't at some point he, he says he kept it for the ladies or something? Yeah, he says so. Yeah, he says something like that. Yeah, he's been healed for a little bit. He just he's being stupid. He doesn't have any ether. That's still the thing, though. Yeah. That's probably the big reason why okay. he has he has a gun blade there is because yeah. he, he's still like he can't he can't tap into ether yeah. pretty much which is why they said he couldn't teleport back in like 3.3 yeah uh he also just looked way older yeah it's another thing i don't know if that's just yeah. like the 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 cgi design that he just looks years old it could be taking place years later they do say yeah. it years ago something so yeah yeah it could. a lot of people are talking about time skips um I mean, I don't know what to, it's not i don't know what to think of Listen, I'd rather have a time skip story-wise than go back in time story-wise and, like, do yeah. old shit. Like, I'd rather them be like, yeah, you know, like, a few years have passed in-game, yada, 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 as opposed to anything else, personally. Like, because of this and because of this whole time skip conversation, I can kind of forgive the um, how old are we question at q and not. I don't think it's Beaches. No. I didn't think it was so that question which we're gonna you're skipping ahead a little bit the question about his, the yeah, age yeah. it was just like a fancy way because there's a huge question in the, amongst the lore community of whether the game takes place in a time bubble that stretches where like it's like the whole events take place within a year but as events happen it kind of fills out the year so mm -hmm. the year just keeps stretching to fill new things which yeah. I think at this point is pretty much I think with that trailer at least at the very least if it was like that before it wouldn't be like that anymore. People are just trying to get that answer to see how long it's actually been. I think they might not have one like really concrete, which is why they didn't want to say anything. Yeah, maybe. Either way, we got Shadowbringers, and then we go into the mm -hmm. rest of the opening keynote. Of course, they hit us with all the usual new raids, new dungeons, new areas. New all these things that you're used to seeing a million times, so we won't tell you anything about them. We won't. Not, not yet. They showed oh, off yeah. a few areas. They they did show off a few areas. They showed off the. Uh, I have I have them over here somewhere. The the I think the Gratika Great Woods. Gratika. Yeah, there you go. There you go. So we have the Great Woods, which oh, I, I I can imagine a certain race of people living there. You know, it's like the tree village. Yes. Yeah, 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 like villages in the tree. What's another game where I've seen like villages in trees and like Star Wars, maybe? Yeah, no, Star Wars. Yeah, that that could that could totally be it. Um, yeah, that makes sense. There, there's totally a few other places I could think of, but uh, Final Fantasy, man, I'm thinking maybe twelve. There's a place they would communicate with the wood giggity, and uh, that's that was that was kind of kind of a big yeah. thing. 
what else was there? They also showed off uh, Amarang, which mm-hmm. sounds very draconic in yeah in history. So we may, hopefully, I'm really hoping we get to see one of the two remaining dragons that are still missing, Vertra and Azdaja. Mm. We still got two more, um, and that just looked cool. We didn't really get much information about what Amarang is, but uh, mm. it's 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 looking pretty cool. But this is like all the kind of stuff that we kind of knew going into this was like, eh, there's not really going to be too much to discuss here. Mm, right. It's when they started talking about new things that the discussions really began, I'd say. So where do we start in regards to new stuff that was brought up in the keynote? Um. Well, they did mention they did mention battle system maintenance, and that's just yeah goes without saying at any expansion. But um, one thing that doesn't go without saying, and I know you're getting there, the removal of TP. Well, more like the consolidation of TP and MP. Like they're becoming one resource, yeah. not two different resources anymore. They could still just call it MP. They could it could literally just be the removal and the the yeah because we. We have a lot of questions about this. How is this going to affect certain role actions? And you know, you know, dude, role yeah. actions. I'm thinking about certain jobs, man. Dark yeah. Knight and Paladin saw yeah, that, and they're like, you know. yeah. yeah, yeah. Red dude, Mage, kind of to an extent. The melee combos use TP. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Um, what's and then you have all the abilities like Goad. You have Refresh Tactician. You have uh, yeah, you have Foes Requiem. You know, all of a sudden, what all yeah. the every single ability that's immediately connected to MP and TP, everyone's now looking at and going, mm. "Okay, what what what's going on here?" Like those skills are obviously at the very least being adjusted to say the new thing, and then you have to mm. imagine either refresher tactician is is getting the boot, and they're not going to try to keep one both of them around and just change one. Mm-hmm. So that's it's it's actually substantial to even just tell us that. Now, I feel like that's a bigger like battle change drop than we've ever had pr- pr- uh, prior to like a month or two before the expansion because that's that's pretty massive. Yeah, it's really going to mix up what we have going on right now. That's for sure. Uh, what do you think they do for jobs that are used to utilizing both resources? Do you think they try to maybe make the job gauges actually play into the job a little bit more? I think some shit gets nixed outright. Dark arts. <laughs> <laughs> I have Fuck a really it. hard time wrapping my head around what they might do with like Dark Knight and Paladin. It's just. Yeah. I think I, I, I see where Paladin, Paladin and Dark Knight, I always imagine just like changing the values that are used by the blood gauge and the, the, the oath gauge. To like, you know, Holy Spirit mm. takes Oath Gauge in, you know, a certain amount of Oath yeah. Gauge. Or, but even then, it's like, I guess without sitting down and really calculating it out, the numbers on that just look weird. Cause it's just, you're used to as a paladin using it for like a Sheltron and maybe an intervention. Yeah. And that's it. Yeah. And now all of a sudden the idea of this bar being like your actual main resource for the job mm-hmm. could be interesting I'm, I'm far more interested now in the battle changes than i was in the last one when they mentioned consolidating oh, yeah. them which we yeah. kind of already know they're going to do again so yeah oh man so that's that's kind of the one big battle change they said that we're going to get some other changes more immediately later on to monk uh for example they mentioned might see some changes in 4.5 they mentioned white mage and machinist for 5.0 changes uh machinist they seem to put a lot more emphasis on 
And we know they're working yeah. on a Dark Knight rework based on old school thing. Now, now there's they have no choice. But yeah, you know. yeah. But do you really think these changes are going to be like substantial? Because like you're getting big changes in 5.0, so they can't really go too ham. Uh, well, the monk changes in 4.5-ish, I don't expect to be too big. I actually, I think they're just going to keep, I think they're going to probably work on the punishment of misusing Tornado Kick. Because right now, if you use Tornado Kick properly, it's massive, but misusing it is massive in the other direction. So it's probably the biggest skill discrepancy that monks have seen if they're trying to utilize that as opposed to just going for the standard no TK. So I think they might give you kind of like, you know, the Dragoon treatment, you know, you guys constantly got kind of like fail safes for when things would uh, not line up properly or, you know, any sort of mistake was right. made. I have a feeling they'll do that for Monk. I don't think they need it, but I think that's what they'll do. Uh-huh. Um, as for the other ones, I think they're just all 5.0 changes. It's, you can't you can't do anything massive in 4.5. No. You, you can can't. lay a little bit of framework, but... Yeah. Yeah, that's about it. <laughs> they gotta start laying a lot of framework, because this MPTP yeah. thing's gonna blow us out of the fucking water. Yeah. Yep. Um... Then we we got into some stuff that was brand new, stuff that is we had nothing like it in the game prior. Uh, the first being the trust system. Mm-hmm. Now, Mary, you're also familiar with Final Fantasy XI and the trust system. Mm-hmm. I am also very familiar with it. Aloha, I swear to fucking God. Dumb fucking cat. <laughs> I opened the door and he ran away. And now he's outside the door again. And if I open it and he runs away again, I'm going to be very upset. So I'm going to start this topic. And I'm going to check on the damn cat. <laughs> so trust. Um, in Final Fantasy XI... Actually, Mary, do you want to explain what trust were in Final Fantasy XI? Well, yes, I deal with this no problem. Fun. So Please. in Final Fantasy XI, they added a system known as the trust system, which essentially allowed you to uh, recruit NPCs uh, into your party. And so you could have tanks, healers, casters, you know, various DPS, and they would use abilities and fight with you. And they would essentially fill the role of a party to a point where you could solo with them. You could go out and kill high-level enemies with your trust party. Now sounds they, good on paper. Sounds good on paper, but 14 isn't 11. No. It's it's the the lines getting a little hazier as of recent years, as of the last year. But you know, fourteen is not eleven, and so uh, trusts are really more of a failsafe for people with long queues. In Final Fantasy fourteen, they specifically mentioned that trusts would join you in dungeons, for example, to help you get through uh, Shadowbringers content, where you know you may not have the time to sit around and wait for other players. They said other players will absolutely be better because. They openly admitted that the NPCs are a little dumb from time to time, but uh, this is this is meant to be an alternative for people who don't have a lot of time. Give up efficiency for, hey, at least I can fucking do something, pretty much. Or, if you want to kind of immerse yourself in the story that much more, you know, go through the dungeon with the Scions or whoever else, maybe, who knows. Yeah, they didn't really say if like you got to pick the trusts mm. you brought with you, yeah. or if it was just going to autofill trust based on role. Yeah. Uh, we'll find that out later at some point. But I'm I'm okay with this because I say that I, I my only concern was they mentioned Shadowbringer dungeons. This is not something that needs to be Shadowbringers. I think maybe they might be thinking squadrons. I'm gonna fucking knock you out, cat. I think they're I think that they might be thinking Shadowbringer dungeons because they're new. They probably need to make sure people have an easy time getting through them. Mm-hmm. Um. But there's a lot of low-level dungeons that you cannot use squadrons in. 
they're adding more and more and maybe they make that change too or that they like every low level dungeon has squadrons but yeah I, I i don't know if that's in the cards so this is kind of something that helps pretty much players of all levels if they actually utilize it properly mm. the other thing when you're first going through you can't use squadrons for your first time going through dungeons because you need to be level 50 with like yeah. second lieutenant whatever the private second class yeah, i don't yeah. even know what it's called anymore so how do but do we think that this kind of defeats the point of playing an mmo because that's going to be a point of discussion a lot here is do, do features like this kind of defeat the point of playing an mmo which is literally the word online is a pretty key aspect of it i don't, I don't think, think so, so. When we are asking for stuff like chocobos and dungeons, like it's it's not really the same thing, but at the same time, I hear Aloha. But at the same time, when you ask for stuff like you know companions in a dungeon that aren't you know play like aren't a player character, like you you lose the MMO feel that you originally signed up for, in my opinion. Right, but I mean, Yoshi P himself specifically said this isn't going to replace parties. It's still going to be limited. I, what he had said um, specifically was more along the lines of this is going to be for newer players who haven't really, you know, made the transition into playing with other players. Maybe they want to kind of get a better feel for the game and dungeons before jumping in with actual players. The idea isn't to just, you know, be this big system that'll just replace people. It's just kind of like a tutorial for newer players. Yeah, the idea is that um, these NPCs, they want the NPCs to kind of teach you what, I guess, etiquette is in regards to dungeon performance. Um, mm. So I'm hoping that means that the healer better DPS. But uh, <laughs> she told a better fucking DPS. That's all I got to say. I think she will. The, the, the Conjurer, the Squadron 1 DPS is like a lot. So yeah. okay, good. Uh, I'm I'm pretty sure they will, and that that once you've kind of learned what is kind of like the baseline etiquette with the trusts, then you go into dungeons and you kind of can look at the the trusts you were playing with almost as like at least a baseline role model of what your performance should be like. You should be better than a fucking NPC, and I'm not a hundred percent confident people will be, but uh, I think that's the idea. Okay. Um, I feel like it gives a, but at the same time, I feel like it gives a false example. And I don't mean like, what I mean by this is say you are like somebody's trying to learn a healer and they go in using the trust system with someone that's a tank and it's fine. And the tank is, you know, pulling, you know, a little, a little conservatively. And then like, okay. I'm ready to go into a dungeon with a person. And then the tank people like everything in like half of Texas and they can't heal. And they're like, what the fuck did trust teach me? So yeah, that's why I'm saying like it could create a, you know, false sense of security of what they learn. I mean, mm. honest, honestly, the best way to learn is to jump into the deep end or get thrown into the deep end. I don't necessarily think so. I saw someone in chat mention this, but there's a lot of people that have legitimate like um, anxiety, anxiety with tanking or healing specifically. True, true. And Absolutely. having these trusts to kind of like let them get familiar enough before jumping in, instead of just jumping in raw. You know, right? It'll it'll still give them a little bit of experience to a point where like, okay, it's going to be more difficult with players probably because they have you know big pulls or whatever, or you know. Right. 
me being expected to make big polls, blah, blah, blah. But at least they'll have that stepping stone instead of just having to immediately jump in and, and deal with these insane tanks like me. Sorry. <laughs> but that's why I, I'm saying that if it really becomes Shadowbringer Dungeons only, I'm like, that's kind of too late to start teaching that lesson. Yeah. Which is why I like, because you can't bring squadrons until you at least have one at 50. It's like kind of, if they're going to do this, I think they, they already have the framework in place for a lot of the dungeons. I guess the reason why Shadowbringers, because they seem to imply that whenever they, do squadrons they need to make them work in every individual dungeon as opposed mm -hmm. to them just designing them for the dungeon system so i think that might be why they say that but i don't if it ends up being like that i don't agree with it mm -hmm. i agree with the idea i think trusses works fine here um especially because i've seen squadrons and while squadrons are better in places like stone vigil for example, yeah. As soon as you start doing the level fifty dungeons with your squadrons, you go, "These fucking idiots are." I, <sighs> I mean, we'll have to see. Maybe they've made some some leaps in like how they handle mechanics, or maybe they just straight up script them to like. I think they're just gonna make them virtually invincible, like they do with squadrons. Yeah, but squadrons are fucking damn near impossible to kill. Just they're oh, sometimes yeah. dumb as dirt. Yeah, and you probably won't bring them into level eighty dungeons, for example. Yeah, no expert dungeons, but I don't want that. No, yeah, no, of course. Definitely only dungeons on your way up to max yeah. level, at least in my opinion. Specifically, story ones. Yeah, yeah. especially story ones, which is the squadrons can handle for the lower levels. I think the squadrons, specifically the first, all the leveling dungeons are the well, not all of them because you can't do the first three. I think you can do like. Copper Bell normal, or I'm sorry, Tamtara normal is like the only of the yeah, three level the first 15s. story thing. Yeah, it's like it's like it's like Tamtara, uh, Thousand Maws, I think is one of them. But yeah, and then Stone Vigil, no once. I don't even remember. Fuck it. Regardless, yeah, I think they need to be available on the way up. Yeah. yeah. So uh, yeah, so that's the trust system. Um, and then we get to the next one. This next one, we're gonna dive into the live letter a little bit to talk about, and this is the world visiting system. <laughs> Slide it. You face. remember that from about a year and a half ago? What when he mentioned it in like uh, an interview? Because me and you had the uh, the interview with him where I brought that up and we got that answer. Yeah, that was uh, that's Mary. You're the you're the reason why we have world visiting, Mary. Thanks. This is you're fine. I this world visiting is <laughs> the fine part of what we're going to yeah. talk about. Um, but uh, world visiting is the concept of basically breaking down another wall between servers. Uh, so from the three main etherites in Gridania, uh, Limsalomint, and Uldah, you can actually teleport to another server on your data center. And uh, mm -hmm. you'll stay on that server as long as you want. You'll be able to, even if you disconnect from the game or you log out, when you log back in, you'll still be on that server. Um, so you're, you're visiting another world. Right. Breaking mm -hmm. down, dude, my treasure map parties just got 10 times better. Hell yeah. For the people still on Ether. Yep. Hey, are, do do both of you have uh, Twitch chat open by any chance? I do. I do. Uh, at the top, do you see where it says rooms? Yeah. Yep. You want to click that? Okay. Really? <laughs> oh. Really? Cool. The huh. I yeah. like it. You're really good at spelling. Well, that that's what it said on the slide. No, I know. I okay. know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, no EU there. I need chaos and light there. 
I definitely need chaos and light there. So uh, the Ater data center. Yeah, the Ater data center. Yeah. So so hunts I actually am not looking forward to with with world because so with the world visiting you can go to the other servers you can play with the other players you can do stuff on their world maps. Um, but there are there there are a bunch of limitations that they described still like you can't sell things on the market board in particular you can buy things, mm-hmm. but you can't sell them. Good. Which is good. So I have a question about that. Um, the okay. buying I think is fine, and the lack and the and the ability to stop selling is fine. But there was never any mention of trading. Yeah, I they didn't mention it, but I think trading would and should be available. So then what's the point of stopping selling? Because everyone's just going to shout sell their shit to other servers if it's something like a high-end item. I don't know. I feel like people might just be like, I'll just go jump and pick one up on another server. I think what it's going to do, honestly, is it's it's really going to help out smaller servers who have fucking absurd economies where one thing costs, you know, a body that would cost 500K on one server costs like five on or five mil on theirs. You know, yeah. There's like so little crafters. It's really gonna help bring the market down, make things more affordable, and I think it's right. gonna be good in the long run. It's also Boy. gonna be funny when people. So playing the market board is something people like to do, but you you buy on another server mm-hmm. and sell on your own. So if you buy something yeah. for five hundred k on one server, you bring it back and sell it for five mil on yours. Some yeah. motherfucker's about to get loaded. I don't think that's gonna happen. I it really is gonna happen, happen, but the thing that's no, gonna here's, eventually. Here's why. Here's why. Because of the system, someone could, you know, hop around every single server and see the price. And eventually, people are going to do that. Everything's going to hit an equilibrium on every yeah. server. I think that's the plan is for everything to yeah. level yeah. out. But the first the pe- first people to do this are going to get fucking yeah. rich. Oh, yeah. There's so yeah. many items that you can go through before everything is equaled out. Yeah. No, Definitely. And in terms of going back to trading, um, the, another positive side to trading, if this actually happens, is for uh, another thing you have to realize is across um, data center raiders. You know, statics were across like data center, and like you have two people on Behemoth and so on and so forth on another server. Now you like the people who you know need shit, like could, that you would usually do in a static, like say I need somebody to make a body piece or I need some fucking um, potions and everything. They weren't, that wasn't available. Now it is. You can just jump on one server and trade, hopefully, and not have to worry about it. Yeah, that's, that's, that's a big thing because I know that while we were raiding over several raid tiers, we had one person on another server and mm-hmm. uh, they couldn't benefit from any of the crafters we had on ours. Mm-hmm. So they had to, you know, hire their own crafters for a raid patch for example over on the other server drop however many millions on the market board and uh yeah so that and also if they couldn't pentameld then no one in our group could help them meld you know so basically it's it's bridging gaps like that which is pretty damn useful Mm -hmm. uh so yeah there's there's a lot of plus i think for the most part they got almost all the restrictions on point um the ability, not the ability, you can't use abuse like multiple legendary nodes. You can't abuse multiple yep. jumbo cackpots, multiple tournaments. Um, housing, yeah, housing. You can't abuse by buying houses on other. Stuff. Like they, they pretty, they pretty much got all the baselines down right. Yep. It, it, it felt like they legit looked at okay, how is how is everyone's gonna try to fuck with us when we release this? 
Mm-hmm. Uh, and then people are going to say, how did they miss this? We got this. So I'm pretty proud of them overall for them literally spilling all the deets on yeah. world visiting and them all pretty much being on point. The only one they said they want to fix is attending weddings because they're like, you should be able to attend a yeah. wedding when you go to yeah, another agree, server. Of course. I agree with that. And it was good that they brought that up because as soon as I saw them, I'm like, you can't even attend? What the fuck? And they were like, yeah, we kind of got to fix that. It's how it is now. How it'll be at launch, but we'll fix it. Yeah. So uh, it was good. But that was immediately very bittersweet news for some people. Yeah, my uh, my whole static is probably leaving my data center. There you go. Except for me. For, for now, that is. Yeah. I know you don't want to lose that house. But. <laughs> mm-hmm. So this came along with the news that North America and Europe will be receiving an additional data center each. Now, this is not new servers on a new data center. These are existing servers being shuffled around. Europe is getting a new server on each of their now two data centers. And I think Europe really needed it. But uh, North America is now being split from two into three. And so some servers are being moved onto the new Crystal data center, which would include servers like uh, Balmung. Balmung, maybe? Yeah. Zalera. Two very polar opposites there. Mm. Mateus. Malboro, I want to say, was one of them. <clears throat> yeah. I don't have the list handy right now, but uh, it's bittersweet because as that was happening, the crowd was looking at the person next to them being like, I don't play with you anymore. Yeah. Ooh, oh, that's rough. So, Mary, as you've uh-huh. already described your situation, mm. what is your unbiased opinion of this uh, of this happening and this decision? All right. So here's what I think. To start, I think it was ultimately a necessary evil. Um, Dividing the servers up and and spreading them out and not having so many on, you know, just one data center is definitely going to hopefully help with connectivity issues and all that. That's plain to see. What I disagree with, however, is the way they divided the servers up. And also, to a certain degree, the way the player base is reacting. Now, this is just my opinion. I understand you know, it's not the player's fault for thinking this way because it's up to SE to provide the infrastructure for us to to get together with the people we want to get together with. But what I'm seeing a lot of right now is people already going about and basically putting labels on data centers. And personally, I feel like that's ultimately just going to lead to the same issue we had already, which is yeah. overpopulation. And when Balmung is on Crystal and you're worried about overpopulation of the other two data centers, you know that label's a bigger, a big problem. Because mm-hmm. Balmung, you'd expect like that Crystal to now be the over, like at risk of being the overpopulated one because Balmung has yeah. always been a monster. Yeah. But it's the mentality is going the other way. Yep. Everyone wants to shift away, which is also something, but I don't want to get into that because that's a whole other can of worms. But guys, don't. Don't feed into the the Balmung crystal hate. It's just don't. 
Yeah, chats put it this way: like Balmung has has a good PvP community, a good raiding community, as do some of the other servers on that list. It is kind of strange they took the two servers known for being roleplay servers and did and stuck them on the same data center. I mm-hmm. I was kind of yeah. surprised at that, what that was too coincidental. And also what servers ended up on Crystal all together. I think like that whole right. list was kind of lopsided for what Crystal yeah. got. Like I like I'd expect to see like Excalibur over there instead of Zalar or well, Excalibur's primal, so that's a bad example. Um Excalibur yeah. instead of maybe Malboro, for example. Because Excalibur, mm-hmm. I'd say uh, of the of the like not top rating communities on uh, or like the not the most top populated rating community is still a pretty solid one. Mm-hmm. Leviathan is also a very strong, especially in recent months, a very strong raiding community. And they're still stacked in the other places versus Crystal, yeah. which kind of just got servers that, you know, Mateus and other than Mateus and Balmung, like are mid pop or low mm. pop. So it just felt like I would have maybe taken this a little bit better if they had taken certain other servers. But then at the same time, you run the risk of splitting the raiding community more by taking the popular raiding servers and moving them. Yeah, I mean, but what statistics were they really looking at when they did this whole infrastructure change? Like, was it just population? Was it um, like I go back to Lucky Boncho data and look at that and and like really think what were they thinking? Like, not not in a bad way, but kind of in a bad way. What were they thinking when they decided what servers should go on to Crystal and what servers should stay? Now, biased opinion, I'm. I'm fucking glad I'm where I'm at. Don't touch me. Leave leave my server alone. We did nothing wrong. Um just just my biased opinion. Uh but it and, and, I, and I had this conversation because people were taught this is one thing that was heavily talked about. I kind of feel like those those um those tags that you know servers have and data centers have are going to remain the same because people are already shifting to go back to where they were originally. They they want to go to the rating data center. They want to go to the RP data center like that. And then you have basic bitch, you know, just primal who is just primal. We have no label. We're just fucking primal. But yeah, like, <laughs> no prime. I, I agree. Primal. Literally, it's not the rating. It's not the rating data center. It's not the RP data center. Like, or as, like, as long as as long as people are labeling them, it's really only Ether and Crystal people are looking at and giving them labels. Mm-hmm. Right. They're just fucking basic, I guess. Yeah. Primal. Yeah. Primal's just like, hey, we've got a mix of communities here. We're looking. Re-. Honestly, that starts to make Primal look like the best place to go because there's a mix of both. Mm-hmm. But it's at the same time, like people's people's uh, direct interests shift the most so people who want to be rp two rp servers are in the same place people want to raid three of the most populated raiding servers are in another place and then you know, primal's just got like hey we've got we've got we've got a uh, you know everything for yeah, everyone yep so it's it's just really weird because it does legitimately look like a scale in a sense and it's just it's we said this was the Thanos. It's not looking that way based on that. Mm-hmm. It's more Sophia. It's definitely too soon to say how things are going to pan out. But all I know is the reason we're in this situation in the first place is because of overpopulation and people, you know, mm-hmm. congregating to specific areas. And if we just repeat the same mistake, it'll just happen again. Wow.
he's to blame. He this is. is Raubon ultimate. This split is Raubon's last deed before the end of Stormblood. <laughs> because this feel, I think that's the biggest reason they did this is because of congestion with there. instances yeah. and stuff. Like this Raubon is the mission. final cold steel. Unbelievable. Mm. Crystal is him growing one of his arms back. <laughs> or, depending on how you look at it, it could be the arm that's still laying on the ground. Is it like Ultima where he just makes a, a server disappear in the end and it's just one by one? Or yep. like Yeah. Yep. Basically. So specifically with the congestion, um duty duty finder servers, which are what are used for all the instances and the duty finder stuff, those break regardless of which server you're on in a data center because everyone in the data center is filtered into the same one. So it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter so much people shifting around too much in the open world. Now, one of the problems they ran into with Raubon was too many people interacting with the same NPC. That was a legitimate issue that gets resolved with congestion, but it doesn't solve everything. So it's pieces, pieces all over the place, man. I blame Raubon for this. Raubon is Thanos. <laughs> he doesn't have a gauntlet because he's missed. He's missing the army. He had the gauntlet on. Mm. But anyway. Uh, yeah, I, I, it's one of those things. If it had happened a year or two into the game's life cycle, I don't think we'd we'd care as much. We'd be over it by now. By the time we're having yeah. this discussion, um, but doing it five over five years in, it gets tough. It's like one of those things you know, like okay, it makes perfect sense, but ah, uh. yeah. Well, how do you think I feel? So I've been on Baumung before it was even a server back in one early access one I rolled on a server called Besaid. And I've been on that server ever since. And they merged it with Fabul to make Balmung in 1.0. I've been on this server for almost eight years now. I have so much history and so many friends. And it's just like, I don't want to leave because this is where I've always been. And it just feels weird to leave. And yet a lot of people I know, my whole static, everybody's leaving. And it's like, no matter what I do, I can't win. If I leave, I leave my home. If I stay, some of my friends leave. So it's just, it's sad either way, but yeah, it is what it is. Pretty much. And because they like, this is kind of ruining a lot of, you know, some sentimental reasons for people being on their servers. I guess um, this begs the question, will or can they walk this back and how can they? So the technology is there to walk it back, but I think the existing infrastructure probably makes it not possible because the way the infrastructure is set up for the servers now probably prohibits them from doing a super mega data center, which is the ultimate right. end solution would be to have all the servers on one super center and then mm -hmm. world visiting suddenly is the greatest feature to ever exist possibly. Mm -hmm. Yep. I have a feeling the way it's set up, like, the technology they specifically put in place when 2.0 came out, which you got to remember, a lot of that shit was done in a hurry to get a, the game relaunched, you know, after everything that had happened. It might be a problem because of that. Yeah, gotcha. probably. Spaghetti code, all yeah. that. Yeah, it's uh, it's tough to tell. There's I they've moved the data center, so I'd love to believe that at some point, you know, the tech saw serious upgrades, and they've told us they have. But this is happening, so it's a tough call. Mm -hmm. I don't know. It, ultimately, it, whatever happens, I think 
the players need to do their best to not fall into this trap of, like you said, labeling and abandoning. Yeah, so, don't be afraid to spread out. There'll be new people yeah. to meet, new communities to to blossom. Like, give it time. You know, that's what I say. You I'm, can raid anywhere. You Just can? letting you know, you can raid anywhere you want to. You don't need a whole data center to do it. Yeah, some most some people do, but you know, there's a lot of a lot of people asking. I'm just going to clarify real quick. My static is leaving because I'm staying on Crystal. They want to go to Ether, which is where a lot of the raiding community is going. And that's the big concern right now. Yep. Yep. So uh, we'll see how that pans out. But this, I'm not terribly optimistic about how it falls. And obviously, I'm already on Ether, so I have the yeah. hardest time forming a real opinion because yeah. I probably won't lose anyone yeah. I know to the other. In fact, I'll, I'll, all I'll be receiving is a bigger pool of people, Yeah. most likely, if this starts, the mob mentality kicks in and it falls through, so... I don't know. I want the best for the other data centers. I think Primal is actually the luckiest of the bunch. Personal opinion right now. Just sitting there. They're, they're a spectator to the problem. For, yeah, I, somewhat. I, I'm sure some people will abandon Primal for Ether if that mentality kicks in too. But I think Crystal's the bigger They don't even here. need a fucking reason. They'll do that all <laughs> Sly has no faith in his own data center. <laughs> I mean, I, they do that already. So, like, they don't need a fucking reason. Ah, I think okay. I think yeah. I think Primal will be fine. I think I don't think anyone needs to leave Primal. The clear rates between Ether and Primal are pretty good comparatively. I, once you once you take Balmung out, Balmung kind of adds a lot of numbers to that. People already found the the total clear rate based on servers for Crystal, uh, Crystal, Ether, and Primal, and I think Crystal had like fourteen hundred something over twelve Savage clears, and like I think Ether had twenty five hundred, and and Primal had like twenty one or two thousand or twenty one hundred or something like that. So. Pretty close together, even still, even being a thousand apart on Crystal, it's just it won't stay that way, most likely. Yeah. And Bay brings up a good point in chat. I cannot wait for the new Lucky Poncho data after this happens. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's there's gonna be. I, I I normally like I've gotten kind of used to looking at the Lucky Poncho stuff and kind of being like, yeah, well, you can kind of expect this, expect that, and it's, it's very rarely a surprise that comes out of that data, but. Now. I it's a little bit. I gotta watch it a little bit closer, closer. this time. At least I feel like I do. Hmm. All right, so I'm pulling up. Uh, I'm pulling up sl the slides that I tweeted that day as sort of reference points. Um, let's well, see. World. Vending. One thing. One thing. On a lighter note, I'm gonna go over. It. I think because I think we skipped it. New game plus. New game yeah. plus. I was just. Yeah, I was getting to that. I was, yeah. I was getting to that and Holy See and and some other mm -hmm. stuff they talked about. I'm stoked. So, I'm kind of, it's kind of weird. Isn't this kind of what we asked for, though? In I don't know why we asked for it like this. Because this isn't like pick a quest and replay it. This is replay everything. Everything. I don't want to fucking replay everything. I just want to replay the Nada. <laughs> but is it necessarily a bad thing, though? Oh, by the way, the reason we're not commenting on EU is because none of us play on EU, and thus I don't think we, can, I don't think any of us can, can. Yeah, we can't accurately, you know, give you a um, perspective of it because yeah. we, we're not there. We we know people who are there, and they can give you that perspective. But we're just not those people. You literally have Sorry. Ether, Primal, and soon to be Crystal, one of each of us on the show, but we don't have any of us on EU, so. Uh, that's why we can't really provide much of an outlook on EU. We can only presume some of the same problems and 
I uh, they they said that breaking up servers by language is one of the reasons as well, which sounds like a better reason than NA has. But I don't I still don't know how that really pans out over there. Like, you know, all French players in one place and German players. You're like, this is the German data center. This is the French one. Or like, these are the servers and what data center you'll find the most of those people on. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So that's why we're not talking about Europe that much. Why we just ended after talking about Crystal. Uh, yeah. But the new game, like, I want to replay individual parts. Like, I want to be able to click a quest in my in my book, in my in-room and be like, replay duty. And that's yeah. it. I don't want to start at level fucking one and work my way through those fucking all those fucking class. To, to be fair, yeah. it is you at your current level going back and doing all that shit and steamrolling it. So it's not going to take you that long. No, he said it was going to be scaled up. I heard I heard him. I see. I misheard. I heard him say it the other way around where you're just not going to be yeah. synced. Like you'll be level 80 just rolling through. I didn't hear that it was going to sync up, but I'd. I'd like That's to believe I, it would. I'm pretty sure I remember him saying basically, um, you'll be your current level and then the content will be up to you. Yeah. So like if you're level 70, ARR will be level 70. Yeah, see, I just remember them saying you would play as your level, but I didn't hear them specifically say <laughs> that they were scaling yeah. it up. I, whatever, if it's scaled up, better. I think that's better because yeah, as much as I like rolling through the these things. The game plus. Right. Yeah, which typically is at your level. Yeah, um, but I still don't want to do the fucking level. I I'm not trying to do the stupid quest where you got to fucking fight off the goo boo like as a level fucking eighty. Okay, <laughs> like I'm not trying to do it's that quest as a level eighty. That. Yeah, true. So I, it's like it's half of what I wanted. I my bigger thing is, does it let you replay the quest like? all of the quests because if it does then it it starts to sound to me like it's more of an option for like if i wanted to level an alternate job like to like re-trigger those quests yeah, yeah i didn't get that vibe out of this that would be cool that would for me be the best use of it it would yeah. be like if you could reset it and then play through again as another job yeah and that would yeah they did say, see, I didn't hear them say they said you could do it through that. So, yeah, if you can redo, if you can actually redo all the quests, that is the best thing you can do with it. And that's good because oh, yeah. there's so many people throughout all the years I've been playing this go, what do I just grind dungeons after the first? Like, how the fuck do I do this? And it's easy, but fucking hell do I not want to do Palace of the Dead for 60 fucking levels on a new job. Mm. So if it works like that, I'd be pretty pleased with yeah. New Game Plus. From a from a technical standpoint, and yeah, you can do it on another world. <laughs> you can do main story quests on another world if you're visiting. Yep. So yep. I uh, yeah, I don't know. It's such a weird, but this is why, like I was memeing earlier, Shadowbringers, the guy is alone, <laughs> and like these are all like single player things, like trust, yeah. new game plus, and we're gonna be getting into a big solo of course, a big a uh, big solo point very very soon. So oh, it was, yeah. it was almost yep. funny to me that he was alone. That's yeah. just this is me though. I don't know. Uh either way, it is new stuff, and we did ask for new stuff. Yep. Yes, we did. I'm optimistic. Very. Uh you can also um they're also gonna be ending support of 32-bit systems. We saw this coming. We saw this coming a mile away. Uh they said it'll still work, but you're probably gonna start 
having some issues they can't help resolve if you're still on a 32 bit machine. They said less than 2% of their players are on 32 bit Windows still. So, shouldn't be a frequent problem. It's 2018. Like, I understand, like, XP is the best thing that you've ever used, but, like, come on. Like, Mm. who the fuck still uses XP? XP doesn't even get updated anymore. I'm sorry. Who the fuck uses XP? Like, people hold on to, like, operating systems that they have, and they're like, well, fuck upgrading. Fuck anything this. Fuck that. And it's like, you probably want to upgrade your operating system at this point. You know? So. Even XP had a 64-bit version. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Yeah, there is. There's a cult of people who use Windows, of uh, people who use XP in 32-bit systems, so scary oh. man but yeah you're fucked if you're doing it so sorry yeah <laughs> i don't have much to yeah, say. Get fucked. and then we got a confirmation of a new playable race and at this point none of us had really guess paid too much attention to yoshida's shirt because we're used to it yeah, being a, I, a job it so teaser. obvious i can't believe so, like i saw the front and it said bugs bunny i'm like oh, no no this can't be and then he turned around and like made it a thing so yeah so the playable race is viera <laughs> yeah we've seen this coming for a while even though he memed about it at what um two fan fests at the very first na fan fest they had a panel and that's when they they memed viera i think that was when they showed i remember the april full joke where they did vianga where it was bonga yeah. and viera's combined yeah right so, so I have one thing I want to say about this. Okay, okay, say it. So a while back, I was like, you know what? We're going to get Viera in 5.0, and they're going to use the Evilise raids to introduce it. And people said I was stupid, and I was wrong, and that would never happen. And I just want to say, get fucked. Mary Jesus, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. Very Jesus. We get some Mary Jesus in general, please. Fairy Jesus or Mary Jesus, either works. <laughs> oh man, yeah. I mean, there's there's no disputing it. Viera's happening. No. They also said no. it's probably the last playable race they'll add. Yeah, probably. So I'm holding out hope for there being another one. Yeah, and I think I'll, some people are holding out hope for that. It's Bonga. I'm not one of those people, but okay. no, the Bonga I never thought because like the only reason why I said the Viera were tough was the feet. That was the only yeah. problem I ever had with Viera potentially being one because Viera's feet are pretty fucking weird. Yeah, there were high heels everywhere, but I mean that was never yeah. so over, I guess so substantial they couldn't overcome it. But it always made and me. They've been like trying to sneak stuff in, like the the wolf feet we got from that Halloween outfit, kind of have like a Viera foot going. And I mean, there's also ironically enough there's two tribes of vieras already mm. there's the venas and the ravas there might be more but those are the only two that i know of so we already mm. have two of that yeah. the only question people then uh come into is about males um i would like to remind people that a male vieras do exist just but i don't they... think we've ever seen one no, um i'm trying to th- so I'm going to let me I have the page up male Vieira create separate settlements and only communicate with the, with the females when necessary as the males are secretive and competitive for food in space time to fuck even with their yeah pretty much they just show up to fuck and that's it <laughs> that's it 
That's kind of um, like what they did with Mel Makote in 1.0. Kind They're of. off doing their own thing. Yeah. So that's the exact description of uh, of male Vieira. So there still is the question because there was never any mention of the genders. I, I think some of all of us are expecting just to see male, female Vieira. There's yeah, some people won't. that just think it'll be one gender. No, and then there's some that people either. that think that even though they said one new race, they're very clear it's the last one, that there's like one of each. Like there's like another race that's male only like they did with... Nah. No. I don't think so. I think they just go male female. They made it very clear at the beginning of they, a realm reborn. They showed concept art for male Vieira before. Probably yes, gonna have. look pretty similar, honestly. Yeah, I think it's in chat. Yeah, it's in chat. Yep, there you go. Vieira concept yeah. art in fourteen, and it has female and male. Probably gonna look like that, honestly. If regardless, even if they didn't have that, they made a pretty solid point in a realm reborn to say, "Yeah, well, let's get rid of these gender locked races." Yeah. So yeah. I, it seemed pretty obvious to me they were just going to do male, female Vieira based mm -hmm. on that. Once we confirmed it was Vieira in the first place. So, uh, yeah, I mean, that's the seventh playable race. A lot of people have been asking for months. Do you think we'll see a new race? I said I wasn't optimistic about it because they've all they've ever spoken about with other races is how annoying they are to like yeah. model yeah. with existing gear. But they've overcome that for this. So they're doing it. Yeah. And the big, I mean, yeah, it's just the feet, you know, they just had to go through and redo every single shoe in the game for them, but well, or they redid the Vieira feet. Probably not. It wouldn't be Vieira without the rabbit feet thing. I'm just saying, them. you don't know. We don't know yet. You're right. You're right. We don't. Yeah. So Vieira, that's it. New race. So all of you New who are bunny or who are cat people will now be bunny people. I don't see any yeah. happening any other way. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. Maybe some Lollafells go over, which would be really weird because it's like the polar opposite. But, you know, it is what it is. Yep. All right. So with that, we thought we were done with the opening keynote. We weren't quite done with... Oh, no, actually, one other thing. Uh, Endgame for crafting and gathering. Yep. <laughs> Fucking cool. Is it, like, is it yet? Is it cool yet? The way... No. I think so. What they've said, no. rebuilding Ishgard, I think that's cool. Yeah, I think it is cool, and it's fucking long overdue, especially because after they yeah. said that, they said, you know, everyone keeps asking, you know, why is Ishgard so like this? When can we fix Ishgard? I want to live in Ishgard. Mm -hmm. So we fix it, and we build the housing zone. Yep, that's it. They just had to cool. a story. They just had to a story, and we live there, which I'm okay with. I when I asked the question, I just wish there was kind of more on top of it than what it is because to me, it, I'm okay with that and creating our housing, like creating the lore behind you know creating housing in Ishgard. I'm okay, but it just sounds like an upgraded version of the Enclave. I mean, that's I think that's exactly what it is. It's that it is. they were setting the foundation with that, and now they're like, okay, we'll expand. No, the that. foundation's in Ishgard. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not the one who named it. So. Oh, my God. Why did I choose that word? Because <laughs> it was the best I word for the one. sentence. And I've been <laughs> waiting for someone to say it this whole time. Um, yeah. it, on Courage. That's what I'm thinking, too. If it's like a server-wide effort that builds up over time, I think that would be really cool. Well, I mean, the thing is, it, they didn't just say, hey, here's the Holy Sea of Ishgard, here's Endgame. Like, they started talking about how you'd be able to, like, make 
super like rare stuff that like would really make you stand out on your server for contributing it mm. to Ishgard. Yeah. And give you a lot of notoriety. I think that holds a lot of merit to crafters where their sole output is the what they craft. And mm. right now you maybe have your name on an item and that's the end of it. So some sort of server wide recognition to your efforts of rebuilding the Holy See is, yeah. is something that and they and they said these recipes are going to not be like your normal recipes. They're going to be much tougher, which is weird because you. I feel like people yeah. have crafting figured out. So, yeah. I mean, imagine like building a monument, like a big statue, and then you can click on it and it shows the names of people who made it. That'd be cool. Yeah, That'd be really cool. Yeah. Um, they also mentioned user controlled farms as another thing there, yeah. which is weird because we have gardening. Yes. So I'm wondering how a user control, like, are we final Farmville 14 or what's going on here? Yeah, I'm okay with it. I'm okay. I think it'll be fun. Yeah, I think it'll be fine because I, you know, I don't mess much with crafting and gathering stuff. I'm just trying to, I'm trying to imagine how this fits economy wise and game and and content wise. Like, I like them saying it is one thing, but people being motivated to do it's another. Which is why I mentioned the note the server wide notoriety of completing something. Maybe just an expansion on the gardening system, basically. That's what I imagine. Something yeah. far more involved. Yeah. If they if they put this in and you know if they put this in and tie it to the app, that would be the only way I use the app. <laughs> tied tied the Damn. Phone. Way to bring it back and then make it sting all at once. Oof. Oof is right. <laughs> don't 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 make the, oh the farm could be part of the app, yeah, but don't make the holy yeah. sea thing part of the app. No. Mm. Oh god, no. Don't mm. do that. <laughs> Give mm. your nuts to Ishgard. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad you like that slide. You're 12 years old as I am for making the joke. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, and, and then, you know, at that point, so now, okay, now, now we're going to backtrack towards the end of the opening keynote. Um, they very last, at the very, at the end of it, before they, we got into the closing ceremony, they mentioned we'd see a familiar face in the final Ivalice raid, as Mary mentioned earlier. Uh, there's Man. further there's further information about this where they said Balthier was originally supposed to be in the new 24 man, but uh, at least one of his friends is one of his close friends. I'll settle for friends. Yeah, I'll settle for. Friends. I think most people will settle for friends, which makes sense because we saw we we had the Banga in the previous one, yep. so if we were going to see them anywhere, this would be the place to see him. Yep. Yeah. And as we thought we were done, then uh, Matsuda's got a great way of showing up at the end, just to just to wrangle a little bit more out of UHP and their scripted shenanigans. I love that tradition. It's so good. It is a pretty good one. Yeah. Yoshi P forgetting things. They also were like, I just want, Koji was like, isn't there one more thing? And he said, the new playable race. <laughs> yep. And then here, at this point, like, we don't even need the trailer at this point. But little did we know the journey we were going to go on when oh, Matsuda yeah. walked out on that stage. So he walks out with a pimp cane and a blue cape. And a masquerade mask. So he actually looks like he belongs in Vegas right about now. Yeah. And so he then goes, you know what? Character in P5. He's like, forget Yoshi P. I brought you a trailer for Blue Mage. And the Blue Mage trailer starts playing and everyone's losing their minds. It's designed very akin to the Final Fantasy V version of the job. It's very much very far from the Final Fantasy XI version, which I know some people expected to see. Um, mm. And so it's a trailer of him fighting Malboros and learning the action, and fighting the Cactar and learning the action, and fighting Shiva and learning an action. And at this point, 
everyone's, you know, all eight cylinders are, are, are just going strong at this point. Pretty much everybody oh, chilling. Um, and then they go to the next slide. And things start to, you know, the ball starts to roll in the opposite direction a little bit because there's a lot of questions. Mm -hmm. They first say it's going to be available at patch 4.5, which shocked everyone. <sighs> they then immediately followed up with the sentence, the first limited job, in quotes, in Final Fantasy 14. It then says it's not connected with any class, which we we don't expect any jobs to be associated yeah. with class anymore. Reiterates that monster actions are learned and that there would be a blue mage only duty. Mm -hmm. And then the final little bit adds a little more concern before we get the full information and that of it would be initially be level capped at 50. <laughs> That's where it was. Every the, point is just linear. For, for, for those, for those who are listening to the audio sly had his hand like a like a flat and then as soon as that happened it just nose dived down yeah. yeah that was the audience that, that was, was the hype now see the audience was confused more than anything at that point because they didn't explain what the fuck any of that meant uh, no they, they just, i mean we just loved it we just ate it up and just loved it we didn't we don't know what this means but okay all right sounds good i want to know more and then you get to that now, now, Sly, Mary, you guys were both at uh, both at FanFest. Um, what was the number one thing people asked you after the opening keynote? What do you think about Blue Mage? What do you think, about, think about that Blue Mage? What do you think? And then that question is immediately followed by, what do you think it may mean by limited job? Limited job. I got asked that question a lot. And I had two very distinct answers. Answer one was... Okay. Best case scenario, it's level. It's limited to level fifty, and they give it a few levels every like month or so, leading up to Shadowbringers, as a means of keeping you subscribed. So that, like, it was, it was, it was the carrot on a stick to keep you subscribed right. until Shadowbringers right. came out. Unless it's limited up until like right near the end. Yeah, I said worst case scenario is Blue Mage is not a job you will use in any sort of content. It's just going to be its own content. Man, did I not know how on point I was with that. Because, yeah. And I did call it worst case scenario. <laughs> I wish I hadn't, because when we got the information about Blue Mage during the live letter, that was the the tune to which it played. It will start at level mm. one. It will have its own job quests. It will use ranged magic DPS gear and roll actions. And it is the first limited job, meaning it is designed for solo play and not suited to parties. Man, they're really hitting the head on this fucking solo thing with Shadowbringers. Dude, the guy standing alone, y'all thought he was a Dark Knight? He was just a Blue Mage who learned a Dark Knight <laughs> he's skill. A blue Mage, yeah, exactly. He's purple. He's, he's, he's the war he's the warrior of darkness. You know, he's you know, you take blue mm. and you just, you make it darker and you get purple, right? That's not how it works, but right. we'll go with it. So before we get into any more of the nitty gritty, mm -hmm. I'm going to be like one of those people who have asked you a thousand times at this point. I'm going to start with Sly because I think Mary's going to take longer to get through his answer. Mm. Uh, so what do you think about Blue Mage, Sly? I'm not mad. I'm a little disappointed. 
because people had a lot of expectations. People were expecting this to be, to be a 5.0 job. Um, but part of me thought if they, like, part of me in the back of my head thought they were going to go the ninja route and do something like this. I didn't want to, that part of my head to be right, but it's right. Um, some people say that had they, you know, fleshed it out a little bit more, waited, um, I guess waited wouldn't be the right word, but I'll use waited. Waited to implement it into Shadowbringers. It would be a full-fledged job. Um, okay, great. You can get that. What if out of Rarehead, like right now? Um, will I do the content? Yes. I will absolutely do the content. It's content. Why not? Just what, just, just to see what it's like. Fuck, we've all done Atma before. I would, well, most of us have. In this job. Sly, I never cool. want that to be a sentence about I'm look I don't want this words I'm looking forward to it. I'm gonna do it. And we've all done Atmas in the same sentence. <laughs> in the same sentence, right? I don't want you to ever say that sentence again. Okay. But this was made created by Mr. Atma. So I mean why y'all motherfuckers playing Pokemon Go? I don't see why the fuck you mad. <laughs> That, I like how that's the at quote end the blue mage discussion. Y'all play Pokemon Go. I don't know what y'all mad about. <laughs> nice. I don't. I don't get it. That's limited Pokemon, right? There. <laughs> 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 oh, oh man. Anyway, okay. Anyway, <clears throat> so. Uh, all right, so is, is that the end of your thoughts, Sly? That, that's the end of my thought. I'll do it. I'll play Pokemon Go. Gotta catch them all, right? Mary? All right, boys and girls, strap in. Let's talk. Right, the good news is I've got meat for this. Mm, let me Let's pour talk. out. I got oh, some too boy. in my suitcase. All right, so. Yeah, I went through mine. Here's, here we go. I played Final Fantasy XI. I played Blue Mage. It's a lot of fun. I was not the most like fervent calling for blue mage because I was excited about, you know, gunblade. Um, but I was still excited for blue mage and I was going to play it and I'm going to play it of course. But, um, it was difficult. The, the, the balance between what they have and what it could have been right. Because as somebody who, played Blue Mage in Final Fantasy XI and appreciated that. Um, it's really, really, really difficult to say if I would have enjoyed it if it was um, just forced into 14's formula. It just wouldn't have felt like Blue Mage. And that's fine. A lot of people were okay with that and like, I don't care if it's just plays, you know, whatever. I don't care if you only learn the abilities through quests and you don't actually have to go out and learn them. I don't care if you just get abilities as you level up, whatever. I just want Blue Mage to be a job I can raid on. And I understand that and I appreciate that. And I'm really sorry for anyone who didn't get that and really wanted it. Um, but on the other side of the fence, I'm appreciative of the fact that they were like, okay, you guys want Blue Mage? We're going to give you Blue Mage the way it's meant to be played. The only problem with that is it's going to be really hard to balance in combat, since you're going to have infinitely more skills than everybody else, and you can pick and choose, um, so we're going to make it its own content. 
And in doing so, I think that for, you know, the side of the fence that they chose, they went with the best possible iteration of that, I think. Um, and I, I'm casually optimistic about having this new form of content, especially when they name drops, maybe Beastmaster, maybe Puppet Master, because that also is really exciting because I love Beastmaster from Final Fantasy XI as well. Sorry to keep referencing eleven, but uh, I think you have to with this discussion. Yeah, Beastmaster was fucking fantastic because you could just go out and solo, and so the idea now of like getting a Beastmaster where I can go out and solo with my beasts and 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 all that shit sounds fucking exciting. Um, and then we go on to learn about the content that we're getting with them, and the way I see it is, for all we know, that could be really challenging. There could be like savage level encounters in there where you have these complicated mechanics and you have to use all these different blue mage spells at the right time and stuff like that there's just so much we don't know yet that i'm i'm going to wait until we see how it pans out but as it stands right now i'm okay with the way they are doing it i'm excited to see what they can do with it i'm excited to see where the limited job system will go um you know who knows they could it, it could actually be really good so no disappointment from you whatsoever. I mean, I'm disappointed it's not going to be a job you can write on. Okay. But I mean, at the same fair, time, fair. I like the idea of new content. Okay. Like, as do I. So. More to do. Yeah, and you, exactly. sir, just hit on the point that I was going to start on. This is new content. The word job, very, very disingenuous, I find. Yeah. And uh, you and I had a discussion about this, Mary, at the end of the <laughs> press conference, mm-hmm. um, where somebody had asked him a question about the content cycle. And, you know, oh, you guys always do the same. Are there any plans? And they mentioned that, you know, well, we have been doing new things. We did Eureka. We did uh, Diadem, Lords of Verminion. Like, they, they started naming all the things they did that weren't conventional. And at the end of it, he said Blue Mage. He did. And you and I, the first, we looked at each other as soon as we got up and said, he said Blue Mage was new content. Now, to be yeah. fair, a, a new job is new content. But Blue Mage, to me, is like similar to pretty much any other form of content in the game. Where when you were done with it, you're done with it. Until yeah. unless it gets updated again. And that's why I don't like it being called a job. Even if it's a limited job and it's a new term that's being established in the first place. Because it set a precedent at 24 hours in advance that stirred in our brains to then reveal that you'll never be a Blue Mage main in this game. Because it's literally not going to be used for dungeons and raids conventionally, I should say. Yeah. Uh, and it's going to have a level cap that's lower. There's no mention of when the level cap's going to increase, when we should expect new Blue Mage content. Whereas with a normal job, the content that you do never ends with those jobs. It ends when you're tired of playing the game, pretty much, or you're tired of pay- playing that job. This has a f- literal finite end to it, and mm-hmm. for that, I just didn't like the way they went about presenting it. That being said, I'm okay with the way they're doing it. I'm okay with this basic, basically straight up blue mage as authentic as possible mini game, followed by this carnival that is going to require you to collect as many of the abilities as possible and set up the right sets, even though we all know everyone will standardize that shit after two weeks anyway, and anyone who wants to do Mm -hmm. it 
will just really need to look up what to do and then make sure they have at least enough of a brain to figure out when to use said spells. Mm-hmm. I am in the boat where I would have accepted consolidations to the job's identity to have it be like every other job. Now, I don't mean like every other job exactly in the sense that they can't innovate with it at all. I feel there is room to innovate with it and still make it Blue Mage. And it's just weird that now after so many jobs, they've pretty much given up their identities from other games that it meant so much to do it for Blue Mage. Dark Knight's not a tank in most of the other games. It could be tank E, but it's used to being an HP sacrificing, you know, heavy hitting DPS. Red Mage is used to be a jack of all trades, master of none. And these jobs, they consolidated their identities for 14. And yet we still kind of look at them as, yeah, you know, this is a version of Red Mage. It's a version of Dark Knight, whatever, you know, like Mm -hmm. that's our game's version. I, I don't know why Blue Mage was that precious that they felt like risking this concept with it. I think I think there's a definitely a lot more to it, right? And it it's it's not it's it's setting a precedent moving forward for future limited jobs basically. And they're it's essentially establishing this new form of content that they're going to just continue to add to. Yes. And what's really exciting about thinking it in that way is these are going to be jobs that are not beholden to the formula that we're used to. So they could, in theory, do whatever they want with them. I'm just, here's the thing. Until we know what the update cycle looks like for me for Blue Mage, I'll be kind of reserved about most things. Mm-hmm. But for me, yeah. I look at Deep Dungeon and how I got one of those in expansion. With, like, maybe a patch that, like, updates it, like, Palace of the Dead. They continued on to go up to floor 200, and with Heaven on High, they didn't even do that. And I fear for Blue Mage in that same regard that Eureka, as, as much as I, I don't like the first two versions, at least they were consistent and got it to a third and a fourth because it was the Relic Weapon. Blue Mage, I don't... Is consistent with Blue Mage. I'm, I'm looking at Blue Mage and being like, "Are you my new Eggy Glamour? Should I expect you never? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I get one update and I'll never see you again. It's just it's really hard to to tell one way or the other, and that's why I'm just kind of sitting here like, I'm not gonna hate on it. I'm not gonna praise it. I'm just gonna wait and see how it pans out. It's really, I'm, all anyone. I'm in that do. boat, man. I just. I would have been okay with a consolidation of the job's identity to yeah, make me it too. I mean, usable me in too. anything. And I think they could still do it. It would just take so much effort. There's almost no feasible way. Like, it seems like the big thing is elemental weaknesses. But, like, if fire breath, thunder breath, and water breath all have the same potency and just different elements, then all of a sudden, consolidating, that's not a big issue. Yeah. You literally are just picking the one that... Like, maybe you have one breath attack, maybe you have one defensive attack, maybe, like, I don't know, and then all of a sudden it's more about skill glamour than anything else, but I haven't seen the skills, so I can't say that. So, yeah, yeah, it's just... We'll just have to see, you know? I'll probably enjoy the shit out of the carnival. Oh, yeah. And and blue mage itself. Dude, I already have mapping out a way to power level someone's blue mage to 50 if they don't want to learn any skills along the (laughs) way. I can do it in, like, an hour and a half, I think. 1 to 50. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. Well, I, back in A Realm Reborn, I did 1 to 34 in three hours, and that was slow. So with yeah. all the things they've added since, 
I think I could do one to fifty on Blue Mage with the boosted EXP road to sixty. Um, well, with the, somebody else who actually has road to sixty, because I wouldn't have it. Um, I think I could get them to fifty in like an hour and a half. They just wouldn't have any fucking skills, so wouldn't. Have... Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> and also, I didn't think this was when my fucking favorite job was gonna get name dropped. <laughs> I've been asking for Puppet Master for years. You know the last time he mentioned the Puppet Master? He said, yeah, I never even considered that, so no, he doesn't have any plans. Yeah. That's the last time he ever mentioned it. Beast. And here's the thing. You notice the one common theme about the three jobs he named? They're all collection jobs. Blue Mage yep. collects skills, Beastmaster collects pets, and Puppet Master collects uh, attachments. Yep. They're all collection-based jobs, so... Like... Like, I want my Puppet Master, but do I want it in this capacity? I, Dude, I'm down for Puppet Master being a tank and just literally just fucking holding the puppet up. Just be like, hit him, not me. I don't, I don't, I don't fucking want it. Get out of here. Yeah, I mean, I like collecting things and, and progressing my character. So part of me, you know, I don't hate the idea of it. I don't, I can't hate the idea because I haven't played it yet. Yeah, that's the fact. I literally can't hate it because I haven't played it. You can you can hate the idea of something. You can't hate the content itself without having a chance to actually try it. But you can have an opinion about it, but you to just outright say I won't do it because it's not what I expected or wanted in this job feels a little bit childish. Absolutely, yeah. Don't knock it till you try it. That's always a thing. Yeah. Yeah. I would just say be cautiously optimistic or cautiously pessimistic. Yep. Depending on which I like lean a little between. bit back towards like 1% back towards whatever side it is, but yeah, be ready for either or. Yep. Oh man. But yeah, limited jobs. I mean, could be a new style of content that we never had before. And if it's, if blue mage is done well, like I didn't think Pyros was going to be good. And Pyros, I'm willing to say is good at this point. Yeah. It's got some issues, yep. but so does everything else in the game. Every game has issues mm-hmm. somewhere. So, yeah. And I'm real excited for the next one. Ooh. Fingers crossed. Fingers Ooh. crossed on that one big time. Please. And that was how they actually wrapped up the opening keynote. We dived a lot into the live letter at this point, though, thankfully. So we don't really yeah. need to spend too much time talking about, you know, they, they showed off like different skills Blue Mage could learn. And they clarified you don't need to be hit by the skill. You only need to see it. But you don't learn it 100% of the time. Yeah. So 48 <laughs> skills. You can set 24. Yeah. Yeah. They're getting mighty guard. They'll probably have white wind. They can learn primal abilities. You know, yeah. they've, they've and the the log will tell you where to find it, but not what teaches it to you. But when it says shit like bowl of embers, I, you know, you'll probably yeah. figure those ones out pretty quick. Yeah. If it if it goes and says the final coil turn thirteen <laughs> turn four, I think I already know what I'm gonna be learning at this yeah. point. Uh, mm-hmm. So yeah, I'll just just wait and see. Just yep. wait and see. Um, what else came out of that uh, live letter? I mean, they went over all the 4.5 stuff. We confirmed Seryu is going to be the last of the four lords. Yeah. So Koryu is either going to be part of the Seryu fight, which I'm not optimistic will happen, or it's more likely a solo trial where you work with the four lords yeah. to beat him, yeah. which is, I, th- I think, the route they're going to go. Hydratos. Hydados, which will have the public dungeon um, where Logos action is going to be a lot more important. I have a feeling one of the big things is going to be the... So one thing they introduced in Pyros, they were pretty quiet about it, was the different elements have different stat differences. Like wind mobs have over 100% evasion, so you can miss. Uh, So I have a feeling shit like faint 
and like accuracy buffs in some cases are going to be pretty fucking important in the next zone is and paralyzing yeah. certain bosses and yeah. dispelling certain like I have a feeling those are going to be the kind of things that are that would be fucking fantastic. I would love that. You know, maybe there's a boss that only casts magic, but it does uh, ninety nine thousand nine hundred ninety nine. So you have to reflect every. <laughs> <laughs> That's listen. Who knows? Who knows? Yeah, no. Who can say what what it'll be? Nobody knows. So, uh, yeah, and then we. Oh, there's one. Blitzball. I knew it was coming. I was going or, in reverse order so I could do it last, but you just jumped right ahead. Or snowboarding, maybe. No, snowboarding. it's probably blitzball. Blitz I've, 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 I've consolidated. I, I don't know, like, why I like the word consolidated so much tonight. I've, I've accepted that. It will be Blitzball. Yeah, I don't think it'll be the uh, the Battle Square. I don't think it'll be snowboarding. I don't think yeah. it'll be another leap of faith because they wouldn't yeah. that they wouldn't have kept it a secret like they did. Yeah, it's new it's content. Mm-hmm. It could be fucking sick. I'm excited. If it's you... anything like OG Blitzball, then write me. Just count me out. <laughs> I kind of hope they they go with it where we get to control our character. I mean, they you technically got to control the character in the original. You just then went into a turn-based menu that gave no fucks about what your actual stats were. Hey, my defense is 12 and his attack is 4. Let me lose 11 defense. Fuck you. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I could see it being like, you know, uh, PvP in that you have a set amount of skills, but it's like blitzball skills. Like a pass and a tackle or like an intercept or what like there's there's cool things they could do with that so you have full control at all times. Can they just give me a blitzball minion and I'll go play Lords of a Minion instead? They will however need to fix the back of the net. Um she's yeah. Thanks man. <laughs> Thanks man. I'm stoked for it. Listen, if it's good, it's good. I'll say I say it about everything. If it's good, it's good. Yeah. Who cares? Yeah. Like it's the same thing about Blue Mage. If it's, if it's good, it's good. Great. I'm not optimistic about this. I've played I Blitz. Am. Unlike Blue Mage in 14, Blitzball I've had way too much experience with in the games <laughs> it's from. So if it's exactly like those, already count me out. And then I the concern is if it's different, then is it good in the first place? <laughs> I'm excited to hear more about it. I'm I'm willing to listen. Me too. Yeah. Yeah. And then if it's not Blitzball, I'm going to fucking... I'm going to buy a cake and just stick my whole face in it. You heard it. You heard it, Chad. Everybody heard it. Fucking... Oh, it's Blitzball for mobile. <laughs> it's in the mobile app only. Gold Saucer edition to the mobile app. Oh, man. Uh, yeah, it's probably Blitzball. I've accepted it. It's Blitzball. Uh, new rival wings, the hidden gorge. Not exactly. Hell yeah, I'm cool with that. I was okay I'm, with Astro. I didn't like that Astralagos took a lot of the power out of the player and stuck it in the machines. Yeah. So I'm hoping yeah. that this is less about the giant machine. It still has the giant powers, which makes me think it's gonna have the exact same machines. Trains that you can run you over. That's cool. Goblin okay. trains yeah. that you know run run shit over that are probably the new equivalent of go mid. But uh, if it's good, it's good. Last Rival Wings for me. I'm still waiting on another Seas map. We haven't had a good PvP mode since fucking Seal Rock. So 
what what makes me excited about this is maybe we'll finally get a roulette for rival wings. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. There's definitely going to be a rival wings roulette with this. Yeah, which means yeah. maybe those cues will actually happen outside of just Saturdays when the community does the rival wings night. But revival wings, you know, <laughs> fucking revival. Shouldn't have to be called that. It is though. I it know. Is. Oh man. I'm uh I'll I'll reserve judgment as I've said three times so far. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's good, it's good. Great, good, great, grand, yep. wonderful, though yelling on the bus. All right. That's mm-hmm. that's that's all you need. If you know what movie that's from, I'm proud of you. Oh man. Uh Hydados, Wreath of Snakes. They showed off the QB mount, which will be for collecting all the doggos. Yep. Yep. Thing looks pretty cool. I'm never gonna get it, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> you hear that doesn't matter to me i ain't never gonna get it <laughs> i don't have a single dog so oh geez i have like I have one i've lost a lot Three. of them but i don't i've never i haven't won a single dog so and i i'm not starting my biako is now so good fucking luck i'll uh, get it in 5.0 no nah, not me <laughs> not me <laughs> just farm totems that still requires going anywhere near biako <laughs> really don't like doing Biako. <laughs> I struggled to do him ten times mm. back for my weapon. I don't, yeah. I don't want it. Uh, we confirmed the last location of the Evolution Raid, the Orban Monastery, which should be very familiar and is honestly, if you're going to pick a tactics location, the only tactics location I think you should pick. Although they said that, is it really the Orban Monastery? Something they, they hinted something, something deeper is going on in there. Yeah. So we'll see what pretty much every uh what's interesting is the previous Evilise raids were Final Fantasy twelve locations that became Final Fantasy Tactics locations. Mm-hmm. This is a tactics location. I'm wondering if it stays on the tactics location or if it goes to a Final Fantasy twelve location. A twelve location. Ooh. Yeah. I'm wondering. I'm wondering. Uh that's gonna be dope. They showed off the gear, the Balthier range yeah. DPS gear. Yeah, I hope striking or ninja gets it because I don't like playing ranged. Maybe a reskin of it. I want. Who knows? Yeah, just just yeah. just like six different versions of both ears. <laughs> yeah, yeah, let's do it. Oh man. Um, and then you have the new dungeon, the Gimlet Dark, which is present in the trailer for five point oh. Yep. Um, it looks to be the location where the uh, the allied. The, the Eorzean Alliance, or the, the, I guess, the whatever it's called now with Author mixed in the bunch, yeah. uh, takes on the Emperor. I don't know. I, I I looked like that at first. And I was like, it almost, it, it resembles that, but it also resembles the area where we see the scene with the, uh, with the Karibu thing. A little bit. A little bit. Yeah. Less so mm-hmm. than, than the yeah. other location. I'm just wondering what this actually is. I haven't looked at the second lore book to see if it mentions anything about the Gimlet Dark. But I don't think, uh, so. I don't skimmed, think it would. I've skimmed. I haven't seen anything either. Yeah, I don't think it would anyway. Because why? Why would they tell us that before we even get it? Yeah, like, it's not like I, I don't know. I feel like it's probably not as conventional as it's just an area that exists. If it is, uh-huh. it's in the shrouded area of Ilsa Bard. So yeah. uh, we'll see where that actually is. And honestly, if it's going to be anywhere, I feel like it'd have to be east of uh, Alamigo because. Yeah. I think so too. Because there's, what's the point in us fighting to the to the northwest of Doma? Because it's, yeah. that place is safe. 
Like, we're good. They literally can't go past that point now. Yeah. 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 So, uh, yeah, we'll uh, we'll have to see what it is. Or if we become the warrior of darkness there. We start becoming the warrior of darkness there. Ooh. Ooh. Ah. Ooh. Yeah. Uh, and then I think. Oh, and then we got, you know, even further Hildebrand adventures. Yeah. So, Sly and I beat Yojimbo at FanFest, and I, I, I don't want to spoil it. <laughs> I don't want to spoil it either, because the thing about it is nobody on Reddit, I believe, has spoiled it. I'm sure it. somebody's posted about it on Reddit. Uh, like, mm, For the spoiler yeah. tag, maybe. No. Nobody in chat. Don't do nobody it. In chat. No. 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 Like, I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to talk about it at some point. But not yet. It's not like it's gonna be a, a you know, earth shattering revelation. No. But I no. didn't expect it. I definitely Neither. didn't. Yeah, he killed Dumbledore. That's right. That's the spoiler. Yojimbo killed. He was paid to kill Dumbledore by Snape. That's how it actually happened. But, but my kind of reaction to it was, oh, <laughs> and it just kept going. That's pretty much it. Yeah, we managed to. Yeah, we were the last group that cleared it. They let us go an extra few minutes because uh, we died the first couple. I know, like, a tank, a tank let one of them get loose. Fucked. Yeah. <laughs> key mines were fucked. Nobody oh had LB. God. Yeah, healer LB. <laughs> Shit, it's not on my bar. <laughs> I had to put it on my bar in the middle of the fight for the same I mean, reason. we were at the point where a fucking melee could LB, but no, no. No, we weren't at the point where a melee could have LB'd to, to win. No, I'm talking about not not on the win. Yeah, we, we waited pretty no. late for the, for the melee yeah. LB, but. It was, uh, it was, it was, I was, it was fun. What I'll it definitely was. say is if you have never done Hildebrand before, I would probably go get all 2.x and 3.x and 4.x done. Mm-hmm. I would probably go get that done right about now. And with that, we all get to start experiencing some of this content starting in early January of 2019. As we expected. Yeah. Probably second Tuesday of January. Kingdom Hearts 3, eat your heart out. Uh, late March 2019 will be the second half, which will have the second half of the main scenario quests. It'll have probably Hildebrand and Hydados and some of the other stuff. And by then, we'll be completely done with Blue Mage, so we'll have plenty of time for it. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> Sorry, Blue Mage. Sorry, sorry, didn't mean it. I didn't mean it, but you know. And uh, those those cover the majority of the points. There was a bunch of other panels that we'll probably take some time to speak about in the uh, in the coming weeks across the shows. There was a lore panel which had a hilarious incident that was brought to light. the yeah. The result of which was unveiled during the live letter with possibly the best item description of all time. That was uh, cool. Yeah, that was amazing. Um, there was a bunch of like you know. Uh, like merchandise announcements where you know they said the lore book had sold out. Uh, they announced that you know the next fan fest, what dates they were, uh, the bike and Tifa being available, the uh, Zep tour for the primals with the with the background uh, with the behind the scenes footage, you know, becoming available. And mm. then uh, we had the Q and A section, which I you know most of the questions were terrible in the Q and A section. Yeah. But they specifically said, don't ask us 5.0 or Blue Mage questions because, like, we have FanFest and that. So what we were going to get, some of them were pretty neat. Like, one of them, guys, asked if we could change the color of AoEs for people who are colorblind because the settings uh -huh. maybe weren't yeah. good enough. That was a good question. 
Um, asking about tank stats again, which is something we've asked a million times, but we never get a good answer with it. So um, yeah. they address that they are going to be looking into it. Seasonal events. The question asked if seasonal event like the Haunted Mansion could be put in the gold saucer, and he said no. <laughs> but like they have to restructure. Yeah. But he did tease that the Starlight Celebration is going to have its own instance. Yeah. Um, in that. Um, what was another good one? Elves and Nex. Fucking Elves and Nex. More uh, glamour plates. More yeah, more glamour glamour. plates. Uh, job identity, specifically white mage job identity, which they didn't. They just said whatever. You know, five point is coming. We'll do some shit. Uh, you know, re, can you rebuild the Realm Reborn quests again? And they said they've already considered it. They just don't know when they're gonna do it. Right now, they're focusing on Shadowbringers. Uh, the old eleven savage fist mechanic picking the same yeah. people with the same comps oh, and everything yeah. might be a bug. bug. <laughs> that was oh man, <clears throat> uh, what else is there? Uh, warring triad mounts and their music. Soken brought up because he just felt like he absolutely needed to bring it up. More character customization options. Uh, glamour plates, as you mentioned, which they actually did a shout vote on for what they should work on next. Uh, cross race characters and character customization. Mm-hmm. Um, how much time has passed in Eorzea? Large scale realm versus realm PvP and uh, ISPs, like about you know communicating with ISPs to help with issues. Yep. And he gave a very political answer to that, but the most correct answer he could have possibly given. Yeah. Uh, nothing too fancy. A few points that just kind of needed to be picked up again because if we don't ask him every now and again, we feel like maybe he's not thinking about them. And uh, that's it. Yeah, that's yeah. That's it. There's one. There's another place where we got to ask some questions. There is. So I'm sure some of you have heard about this already, but uh, mm-hmm. we were invited to a closed doors press conference at a fan festival, which, to which none of this was NDA. You know, we could have, we were able to go on yeah. and talk about it immediately. There was no NDA on the event. Yeah, we did. And oh boy, did we start talking about it immediately. So there were there were some pretty decent questions. I have my notepad over there that has that has all the the I, answers and questions in them. Yeah, I have. And, um, and you have gamers. the gamer escape article up. I'm assuming. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So like for example, I asked about you know what's the plan for ultimate going into 5.x because they skipped 4.5. You know, and then they kind of talked about feedback based on 4.3, saying everyone wants a third one, and they heard that feedback and they would you know take it into consideration for 5.x, which I read as we might possibly get three ultimates in 5.x. Because they said, we did UCOB and we got this one feedback. But after Uwu, everyone's like, no, no, we need a third one. And we were like, oh, shit, it's too late. We canceled that already. So we'll mm-hmm. we'll consider, we'll, we'll take that into consideration for 5.x. Um, there's some other, you know, there was, there was a bunch of pretty good questions in there, actually. So any questions in there you liked? And I mean, for real, not the thing I'm leading into. No. Um, the, well, I asked personally about the, um, the in-game content for Disciple Handle Disciple Land. And like I said, it's going to be pretty much like uh, Dominant Enclave, but with bragging rights. Um, uh, simple question about adding more content similar to Rathalos, which I definitely am interested in. I know they will be. Uh, the interesting question about why no Spanish language option. I never really thought too much about that until that got asked. Yeah, I feel like everyone wants their language supported but spanish to us like you know in here in america especially like spanish is over 50 percent of our population yeah it's huge yeah it seems like a no-brainer right. yeah a huge market. so right for an na fan fest question especially it felt very fitting um even yeah. like not looking into other countries that you know speak spanish so it made total sense yeah. 
any 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 questions you really liked, Mary? Um. So I wanted to ask about four man content, and someone did, just not as. Uh, to. Yeah, not as fleshed out as I would have gone. They specifically only mentioned Rathalos Extreme, and I I feel like Yoshi's answer could have been taken like we're not going to do more Monster Hunter stuff like that. Um, I wanted to go more like, can we get scaling dungeons like Mythic Plus and stuff like that? But I didn't get called on, so I didn't get to ask that. But that one was one I wanted to ask. And so at least getting kind of like, we don't really have plans for challenging four-man content going into uh, Shadowbringers right away. You know, at least that was answered. So, mm-hmm. And then we get to the question that's on everyone's mind. Oh, wait, so you got to do this right. You gotta bring it up. So you gotta go through No, this. hold on, hold on. <laughs> Let me explain what the question was. Okay. And then I'm gonna pull up the thing you want me to pull up. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. So in this one hour of time we had after the announcement of our next expansion pack and on the the eve of learning the truth of Blue Mage and getting our first preview in 4.5, somebody thought it would be fitting to ask uh Yoshida, and forcing his translator to go through this while while we were at it. Mm-hmm. I may. Very sorry. Uh, what his stance was on people who were holding brothels in game for paid RMT sex acts. Paid in game sex. No, no, no. That was consensual. Oh no, we're getting to that part, Sly. We're getting to that part. We we didn't even. That's yeah, yeah. That was later. Mm. Yeah, that was hours later. Uh, Yeah, about six, seven minutes into the explanation, uh, Yoshida had very politely explained how how a user agreement in terms of service works, Um, Mm -hmm. and that how you know sometimes laws are different in different countries. You know, maybe in one country, you know, it's you know more acceptable than in another country. And then the guy, after he finished, after Yoshida finished answering, goes, well, no, I mean, it's consensual. It's paid, but it's consensual. To which Yoshida replied, moshne, moshne, which means, yeah, no to that too. Yeah, no, no. So a lot of us were sitting there taking notes for most of the questions. And with me, I have the notes of our very own Very Mary right here. And these notes start from before the question was asked. So you're going to see some of his notes here on some of the, you know, some of the previous topics. I got bad handwriting when I'm writing fast. I'm sorry. So do I. Don't worry. Mine doesn't look any much different than this. So, you know, this is as the Q&A is going. Ariel will not be disclosed yet for the next expansion Expansion. zones. Was intentional. New PvP info later. Uh, Hold on. It's not letting me actually. Like, I I have, I set up a scroll thing. Here we go. Oh, yeah. All right. There we go. Uh, new PvP info later. Nothing until Shadowbringers. All right, that's that's pretty good. Um, it fit. Wait, something if oceanic servers. Oh yeah, there you go. It's some bottleneck. Yeah. Obvious stuff. Oceanic servers. Maybe they're aware of latency issues. Trust me. Uh, not meant to pull away from MMO aspects of the game. This was in regards to trust. Uh, sort of a buffer or uh, you know, for tutorial for new players to ease into multiplayer. Uh, job balance and meta is pretty evenly spread. Um, and so I think you know when the actual question got asked by now while I'm while I'm scrolling through this. There's uh, more. 
Yeah, so we got a we got a yikes. We got a yikes right here. Four exclamation marks and four underlines consistent. Um, mm. ERP dude question mark. Woo lads. Phew, lads. WTF. One exclamation mark, two lines, but they, but they become a squiggly. And uh, zoom into one. And I think you had real notes under this for the next question. Yeah. 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 There you go. Yeah, and that's regard to my ultimate question after that. So uh, what we're, we're calling this question the great yikes of 2018 of FanFest 2018, because... Uh, <laughs> so there's a story behind this. I was sitting next to uh, Golden Tot and Larry Czar, and I was just like, I didn't want to say anything, right? And so I'm like looking at him, I'm like writing in the book and like talking to him through these notes, basically. And something else to kind of set the mood of like this whole thing. Every previous question, the room was dead silent during... Yoshi P's answers or when people were asking questions because it was respectable. You know, everyone's like, okay, the second this guy started talking, there was just a low murmur across the entire room for like the entire question. My recording picked it up. Just oh. just this, this murmur just Did picked you listen up. to yeah. it again? Yeah, I, I, I had to just to make sure I heard like some of the answers and everything. And like even my whisper to like you and Miz because Miz was right beside me and Miz was sitting between us and 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 Sly and I just kept looking at each other. We're just like <laughs> he's still oh going. He's still going. He's still it's, had, it's still... Mike looked at me. Like Mike looks at me and says, I have to waste ink on this shit. Yeah. Like I know. And when we say, by the way, we were quiet, quiet is a pretty relative term because we were all looking around at each other and had a, a yeah. few we were choice words. Side conversations. We were having side conversations. Like, and I, I hated that. I, re, I don't hate it that I recorded it because I, I, I was recording it for the purpose of transcribing. Yeah, and like, you had to waste yeah. your phone data. You're not your phone data. You had to waste your phone space on it. There's like people stifling laughs and stuff. It was, it was a trip. It was a trip. I, I remember Tate just looking back and going, like, you have one fucking hour to ask a question, and this is the best shit you can come up with. <laughs> yeah. He said it I mean, loud enough for me to hear. Uh, I think that's yeah. how everyone felt. It's just like, yeah. It, it was quite yeah. literally disrespectful to everybody there. It was just a waste of time. Everyone, like that time, the time that you used to ask a question and the time he took to answer, politely answer the question. Could have been used on your question or a even better question or any question, any question instead of clickbait. No, no with exceptions, because no, this this is the exception to the rule. There are certain questions that you don't ask, and this is one of them. Like you, like I felt, I really felt like he was meaning. Just for it's also time. just an uncomfortable question. Like that's just it is. It's no, it is. That's why you read terms of service. That's why you like yeah. ask it. That's why you don't here. fucking show up to the shit. <laughs> don't even Every, go. If this, right. if this is the best question you come up with, don't even go. Everyone knows that's no. That's of course mm -hmm. that's not supported by Square Enix. Mm -hmm. Of course not. Dude, peaches is now brothels. Like we gotta replace peaches term because yeah. now there's a whole nother tier of called brothels. No, 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 no. Kevin Hart, pineapples. For obvious reasons. Pineapples. I don't. You know, I don't. I don't no, want no, it. I don't. No. 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 Oh my god. No. Pineapples. No. I don't. No. 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 
Yeah. <laughs> so bad. And within minutes, Ethis was like, some Muppet, as on Twitter, like, some Muppet <laughs> thought to ask. <laughs> yep. The question yep. was, what was Yoshi P's stance on paid sex acts in game? RMT sex acts and brothels. Like, his that initial was the thing question. Too, his initial thing was like, what is you, how do you feel about people having cyber sex in game? He used that word, and it's just. Right. Oh, why? Why? Why did you? Why did you say that? <laughs> this is why this can't fit into a two-hour show, by the way, because we we really want to keep going on this. But... Yeah, yeah, we want we really want to go in. So, on that lovely note, thanks everyone for watching this week. <laughs> yeah, we really wanted to share that story in the great yikes of 2018 with you. Mm. So, uh, uh. Mary's going to have to get going for raids soon, um, yep. and I still have quite a bit of outro to do regarding uh, thanking people on Patreon and whatnot. So I'm going to do that, Mary, then we can all sign off, and then you can go get to your raid team and uh, sounds good. And then have to still deal with the great yikes of 2018. Sound good? <laughs> sounds good. All right, so uh, first off, as a reminder, everyone, uh, Steel Series does sponsor this show. Every week we do make mention of this, but if you go to the YouTube video, you will find a uh, giveaway link. Steel Series gives away one item of your choice, $79.99 USD or less every week. They support my channel. They sponsor State of the Realm. And so go win some free shit because there's no reason not to. And if you don't, Black Friday's on Friday, so exclamation mark Steel Series, hashtag plug. Uh, so always works great for me. Um, then we also have our Patreon sponsors. Now, I've, I haven't really gotten to update this since being away. I know there's definitely a couple names missing because I got emails in the middle of the show. So uh, those will be remedied for next week. I think also the images for our sponsors are probably uh, from the previous weeks as well. But uh, first up, we want to thank our Patreon sponsors who have been supporting through hashtag demonetized and now hashtag fucking brothels. Now, taking all your money and I'm going to a fucking brothel. How about that? That's what the show is for, is state of the brothels from now on. Uh, we have our... God we have our fuck god damn it now my f stop we got Vieira soon too it's gonna get worse it's just gonna get worse it gets, better. it gets worse before it gets better oh man alright so uh, anyway I have uh, I have our list of our patrons we have first our patron of light we have uh, our pa first patron of light Kuja Cross on Genova uh, yeah, this is definitely a picture from a few weeks ago, but uh, all the same, Kuchu, thank you for supporting the stream as a patron of light. Somebody emailed me about patron of light. I'm saying it live on the show so you know about it, uh, that I did see the message and we'll be responding uh, in time. You can use this to hold me accountable. Uh, we also have our second patron of light, Kuranai Oni, who also takes good pictures if uh, it would properly adjust to the next one. And this one's a little, this one makes me a little hungrier. So uh, I just, uh, I like, I like catfish. So that's that's all I need. I need a Gordon yeah. Ramsay's, and now I want exotic foods and delicious foods all the time. So thank you, Kerr and I. Thank you, Kucha Cross, for supporting as the patrons of light throughout these last several times of show and words, and I need to sleep. We also have the rest of our... I, I didn't sleep much last night either because my fucking cat's an asshole, as you've all been able to tell. Show. Hmm. He's been doing it since we got back. He misses mommy and daddy. Oh, aloha, Dwayne the Cat Johnson. Anyway, 
Uh, so we have our standard State of the Realm sponsors. We have Carol, Ray, Senshi, Shadowlink, Antonberry, Dom, Sukawake from Genova, Lamillion, Evermed, Good Stormer, Ner- uh, Sarah and the Fennel Family, Johnny Oyatsu, Kifka and the Great Eagles on Exodus, Darkgraver, Kadeyoshi from Kujata, Skizophony from Ragnarok, Rylander, West Austin, Purple Warrior, <laughs> Purple Warrior, Agic, Red Seal on Exodus, Lexi Valentine, Mentar and the Rives FC from Zodiac, Faros, I see you making emotes in the chat, Sarah Cream and Tribes from Genova, Renoa Chikara, Goisha Valfer of Siren, uh, Phoenix down, FC on Goblin, and Saren from Zodiac. We have our elite State of the Realm sponsors, Alchemy, Shinka, Casual Heroes, FC on Midgard Sarmer, Tatach Talk on Hyperion, Kanazuki of Genova, U Star on Coral, Sathal, Sarah Frost from Behemoth, Holy Tabasco, Red Thorn Asura, Crash 015, Mel just yelled at the cat, Mustang, Serenity FC on Ultros, Cat Kazuma, Agnes Faragon from Excalibur, Blaster of Favorite, Not Cordage from Excalibur, Corvus Moonscar, Private Mikey, Spike, yeah. Nani Kirasabi, Rudy Rudiger, Tick Colossus, Kill Hackman, Roll Jr., and Killtastic Jones. Stop spamming, PogChamp. Thank I you. I can see so your much. physical Everyone. fucking face. Thank you so much to everyone who uh, supports who supports the podcast in hashtag demonetized. Yeah. Yeah. Bravo. 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 Yeah. And uh, now, so you, you, you wanted more of him during the show, and so I figure we'll blow that beautiful mug up to full screen so you can listen to him as he does his closeout for the show. So, Mary, why don't you tell everyone where they can find you at with uh, Ethis and his wiener? Um, yeah, you can find Ethis and his wiener and me all together at twitch.tv slash very underscore Mary on basically every platform, YouTube, Twitter, Twitch. That's it. All three, not anything else. So not every platform, but that's, I mean, that's all the good ones, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, The easy ones. Yeah. Sly, where do they find you at? You can find me on twitch.tv slash Sly aka Great Fox, um, Twitter at Sly the Fox, YouTube.com slash Development Room, Facebook.com slash Sly aka Great Fox, Instagram at Sly aka Great Fox 07. Uh, it's a weird week because it's Thanksgiving. So, you know, there's that and Black Friday and all that. Um, tomorrow I will I'll be back on 14 doing some lockouts and pyros, but I will be giving away some merch to those who may not have been uh, able to uh, get to FanFest, but uh, I bought like an extra set of shirts to give away. So I got a, a set for myself and a set to give away. So if you want a chance at that, feel free to come by the stream and, you know, hang out and whatnot, and you might get a shirt. Side note. Um... Europe just got their merch announced, and they get a lot of. Oh, they got some great shit. Oh God, if that goes up, I'm ordering all that shit. But yeah, hell yeah. But um, and again, like to those watching from Square, quick shout out and thank you so much for allowing us to go out there and do our thing and see everything and experience everything. Um, like it gets better every single time, and meeting all of you who were out there, like that also that just really makes it worth it like taking pictures shaking hands giving hugs just like we ain't shit we just fucking play the game and we we tell our opinions so thank you for thank you for fucking making me feel special and like giving me like confirming why i do what i do just thank you and mike fucking stole all my words son of a bitch I didn't even say any because I didn't know we were doing that. You can if you want. Here, Mary, you want to go again? <laughs> yeah. 
I'm sorry. So, <laughs> Wait, hold on, so, hold on, hold on. I gotta, I gotta, there you go. Oh, there you go. He can go again. Okay. <laughs> Thank you, everybody who came and said hi or took a photo or shook my hand or gave me a hug or gave me encouraging words or offered to buy me alcohol. I really appreciated that. Um, thanks for, you know, making this fan fest the best one for me yet. It was a lot of fun. Um, I was super grateful to see everybody. Um, even like a few people will stop me, you know, they're like, Oh, you look like you're really busy, but can I take a picture? And it's like, yes, yes, let's go. Um, it's always just unbelievable. So thank you from the bottom of my heart for being so nice to me. You guys are, are too good. And thank you for that hot dog for giving me this picture. Yeah. He loves it. He loves that wiener. He really does. I can see. I, I told him, I was like, I was like, put the wiener in your face. He's like, okay. Well, he'll always say yes to that. That's yeah. You're right. You're yeah. right. That's never a surprise. Yeah. Like, is it my turn again yet? <laughs> yes. Yes. I went back. Right. I doubled back. So I'm like, all right, there we go. Uh, hello, I'm Mr. Happy. You can find me Twitter, Twitch, Facebook, YouTube, Instagram, as I say pretty much every week and echoing what Sly said. Uh, this was easily the best fan fest of the bunch. Uh, I owe that a lot to the people. Everyone was incredibly respectful uh, through, you know, whether it be seeing that I was busy and understanding maybe they find me later and they made sure to find me later and I never had any issues. And everyone was always very kindly asking me things. No one tried to take up, you know, they, no one tried to hog me all to themselves. Every, everyone was so respectful. And on top of that, I want to add an additional shout out to the team at Square Enix, you know, the, the North American community team and everyone who was working. I know a ton of people from Square Enix who were working there, the people at PR, uh, some of my other uh, people that I've worked with through various other projects, Josh, who uh, who was the, who I got to say hello to pretty much as we were going to do the Ojimbo challenge. But I like they this was incredible. This was easily the most smoothly run one. I got to actually enjoy it instead of it being a fucking line simulator the whole time. It was amazing. And all the events were unique and they came up with so many new and creative ideas. It was just it was the best one for me. And that motorcycle that passed a few seconds ago probably thought so too. So fuck yeah. Fuck yeah. And so it was great. Every I wouldn't I wouldn't have changed anything about what happened except for me winning a thousand dollars and not tequila. That's the only thing I would have changed. Pretty much. <laughs> Pretty Hashtag tequila, sh- uh, tequila, tequila slots. slots. There you go. That's the only thing I would have changed about the whole thing. <laughs> Still get to be happy for him. Got to see a ton of friends, have some awesome meals. Even got to go see a concert after FanFest was all said and done. Not even the primals. Went to go see a perfect circle. I had no fucking idea who they were, but it was a great concert. So it worked out pretty much in the case. So this was like the closest I've ever had to a vacation as much as it was work at the same time. And I still haven't fucking slept very much since FanFest began. So I'm running on fumes right now. So thank you, everybody. It was fantastic. I want to make an active effort to go to the Paris one as well. I want to see if there's any way that can be done. If I can make the trip out in February, because I do have a lot of people who are European who, uh, who watch our stream as well. And I'd like to pay them the same respects that everyone paid to me at the North American one. So I'm going to try to make that happen next year. And uh, if I do, hope to see you then. If not, Shadowbringers will have a huge launch event again. So we'll, we'll have a too. damn good time. Yeah, him too. He wants to do it too. We'll see, we'll see what happens. Yeah. 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 Nice. Cool. I don't know why we're whispering. I don't want to interrupt, but I was like, Paris. okay, but yeah, I was going to notice anyway. Uh, so yeah, thank you everyone for an incredible live letter and opening keynote and fan fest and everything with that 
we're gonna get going to American Go Raid. Um, next week's show <laughs> may elaborate on some of the topics we discussed this week, but the odds are we're going to be going over one of our favorite pieces of merchandise to come out of said fan fest. Eorzea Encyclopedia Volume there Two. There you go. Yeah, it could have been the first volume, and I was just lying for all <laughs> anyone knows. So yeah, uh, Encyclopedia Eorzea Volume Two. Ethis will be back next week, so we'll be able to do a lot of lore discussions regarding that, and probably touch upon the lore panel itself since that's a very Ethis esque uh, mm. thing to go over. So anyway, Mary, thank you for joining us this week. Uh, enjoy your raid. And uh, ladies and gentlemen, we'll see you next week for the next day of the run. So everyone, have a good night. And until next time, take care. See you later. I'm waving, but no one can see me. It's all right. They could just imagine you're waving at this as we Yeah. 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 What? What? What?